This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm absolutely thrilled today to be joined by a brilliant 35-year veteran of healthcare, someone who's been in the, in the, in the field for 35 years, uh, great mind, great compassion. Uh, she spent a long part of their career with the great system, Advent Health. And we're going to talk to Lori Amaral today about what trends she's watching, what she sees in the future of healthcare, what she's most excited about in healthcare, and sort of this great vision of both being a provider uh, as well as being a consumer of healthcare. Lori, can you take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us about how you got started in healthcare? Uh, yes, I'd be happy to. Um, I have loved my journey in healthcare. I've never looked back the moment I decided to become a registered nurse over 30 ish years ago, as you mentioned. Um, as of recent, I have been um, leading an operations uh, and strategy within the population health space, really focused on value-based performance, um, anywhere from the Medicare bundled payment program um, to the quality performance uh, within a clinically integrated network. But going back, as you mentioned, I started my career at Advent Health while I was in nursing school. And then once I graduated, I uh, went through a couple of uh, programs, uh, worked in the ICU, got into some management, some system leadership roles. Uh, one of the things I was really proud about one of those system leadership roles is where I got to lead out on large-scale initiative uh, with sepsis improvement. And that was very rewarding work. And then in the last five years, I moved into a director role within the population health space where um, kind of brings me up to recent, and uh, I've learned a lot in that space and really, really grown to value and appreciate the work that's going on in population health. Thank you. And where do you see the future of population health? And people talk about, we've moved to a spot where Medicare, now more than 50% is Medicare Advantage, which is at least feels more like a population health concept than it does a fee-for-service type of mentality. What are the pros of moving towards value-based care? Is it really doable at the scale people talk about? Um, that's a great question. I, what I have been seeing and been in this space for a couple of years, so I'm still learning and growing new things, but what I am seeing is that there is a trend in providers and companies uptaking the idea of value-based care. They're seeing the value in moving away from the, you know, the fee-for-service and how can we do better, control our costs. And there's so many tools and things being developed out there to help providers and companies in this space, um, especially uh, with regard to virtual care, transitional work, um, interoperability. So I think it, you know, there's a lot of fragments there still, but there's a lot of growing support to move healthcare into a better place um, that is more value-based. Thank you. And, and what, what do you see in terms of um, when we look at value-based care and some of the new tools, when you look at some of those new, new tools, new ideas, what, what particularly strikes you as, you know, as encouraging? What, what do you see out there that you see and think, 
like, oh, this is really helpful, for example? Yes. I want to focus that, answer that question on, I think, virtual care. There um, is a lot going on in the virtual care space. You've got um, companies that are doing like nurse triage um, and helping to keep patients out of the hospital, directing them to uh, right services of care um, after hours on the weekends. Um, you know, there is a one of the things that we've seen as a barrier um, for patients is access. Um, and so if they're not able to access during the Monday through Friday, nine to five hours, their physicians, there are programs uh, that are growing to help with this access and keep them from having an um, unnecessary admission to the hospital, um, get them connected with their, if they're missing a drug, get them connected with a refill. So I'm, I'm really intrigued by what's going on with virtual care, but not just the nurse triage after hours aspect, but also with telemedicine um, and being able to expand access with telemedicine. Um, there's just a huge need for that. So I, I'm really excited about that work. There's so much potential there. Thank you. When you look at the big trends you're watching for this year, what's top of mind for you? What are you, what are you watching sort of most closely? Well, I think it's, it's going back to the virtual care. That's one of the things I'm really keeping an eye on. I'm trying to read as much as I can. Who's doing what? How is it working? Um, how can this be leveraged? You know, what are all the factors involved? So I think there's, because there's so much going on in that space, there's a lot companies are doing things, you know, a little bit different than another company and what's going to be the best fit for uh, what your priorities are and what your goals are. The other thing um, that is huge right now, as you know, is AI. Um, I have probably not been following everything going on as closely um, as some people are, but that is something I'm keeping an eye on too, because it seems to be a, a really hot topic. And I think it's, AI can be incredible to leverage. It's just a matter of, I guess, working out some kinks that are happening. Thank you. So you look at AI, look at changing dynamics. So you've been in the healthcare world as a nurse and leader for 30 plus years, um, you know, which means you're much younger than I am, so that's all good. Talk for a second, Lori, about from a consumer standpoint, sometimes as a, as a hospital leader, it's easy to see things from that perspective. From a consumer standpoint, what would you most like to see change? What, what, what do you think about as a consumer of healthcare? So I love that question, and I think it's really, really important to sit um, in the seat of the consumer. And I mean, and I guess we're all consumers at some point as well. So if I think about my own experience, what's important to me is I really love the idea of interoperability. I go one place, I meet with a provider, I have something done, they can pull up information on a procedure or history that I have documented somewhere else, and then it makes it easier for them to care for me. So I think interoperability um, is important, access is important, and then of course, you know, understanding cost of care. A hundred percent. Now I, I know that um, you you have close colleagues that are, that are some of the greatest athletes in the country. 
But if you were to look beyond those close colleagues that are great, great athletes and, 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 and great golfers and great athletes of all sorts, do you have a woman or male professional athlete or amateur athlete that you've been a big fan of? That's a good question. Um, I like a lot, but I probably don't have one in particular. I, I think that's a, that, that's a, that's 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 a fair answer, and, and I think that's a fair answer. Like I don't know who I would go with if asked the question out of the blue. Yeah. I, I you know it's 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 it, if if I'm looking at great golfers, I'd go with Colin. Um, if I'm looking at great basketball <laughs> players, I'd go with I'd go with Michael Jordan. It is what it is, right. but but it's 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 right. hard to come up with with the right and, and with a lot of pressure on. You know, Nadia Comaneci is a gymnast. Colin Amaral is a, is a is a golfer and Michael Jordan as a as a basketball player, and I think we've nailed it. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much, Laurie. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It's always great to visit with you. You're a magnificent leader, magnificent person. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Scott. I I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.